we have one about uh, staying home and live streaming, one about liberals who can't quit lockdown, and one about uh, a, a potential new commodities super cycle. So well, we're going to read them. We're going to do them in that order. Uh, and the first one is George's. Yeah, thanks. So uh, my article this this time is um, stayed home, live streamed, got the T-shirt, which is from the 30th of April, Conservative Woman, which is um, a, a publication which I I would imagine that some of our readers natural, don't read. You're the natural target for it, George, obviously. Well, but the reason other than just to demenstrate uh <laughs> The, in a kind of virtue signaling way, the wide. Guy you are. <laughs> are you a con femme, George? You know, a conservative <laughs> femme. A con femme? I think it's conwo. Conservative <laughs> woman. But you're not a woman. You're you're a man. So you're a femme, femme boy or whatever. Yeah, you're a, a con femme. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. I haven't I haven't really thought about it. Let me get back to you on that one. Um, but no, so I came, I came across it on the safety propaganda Substack, which is a really good list of all of the, the, the good and the bad. And this was, um, on the, uh, well, it was, it was on the, the, the bad side, but that's just cause it was critiquing something, which I think is, is worth critiquing. Um, and so I'm also a fan of the, the, the band, um, that is criticized in this, particularly the song in Drangada allotment. So check that out, uh, listeners. And um, who the, is the band? The, wait, wait, wait. Tell us, tell us what the article meat, is about first before you yeah, read yeah, Raffle. Yeah. They're called Meat Raffle, which is a good idea. It's like, is that a raffle of me or you have a raffle and you win some meat? I mean, all, all these things are possible. And it's by Lev Parker, who's the editor of a surrealist South London publishing house called Morbid Book. So what is the article about? I hear you say, I mean, literally you guys, just said that as well um so it's about a t-shirt produced by this south london nominally kind of anti-establishment band with the slogan stay home save the nhs listen to meat raffle uh, in a way that mimics the state slogan stay home protect the nhs save lives and i think just what's interesting about this article short article um is just this kind of contradiction at the heart of the contemporary of contemporary kind of political music is that you have these kind of anti like very explicitly anti-Tory bands who end up reproducing central government messaging um and that's why I thought it was interesting because it kind of like what what it what explains this the the, um, the um, author draws on this basically the idea of the society of the spectacle by Guy Debord this idea that the society that the artist's desire to change society becomes part of that culture kind of gives it vitality makes it exciting makes it dangerous makes it appear conflictual um and just to wrap it up the the author is quite cutting and says that um artists who legitimize the lockdown regime by live streaming voluntarily because it's about this idea you can just live stream and get the t-shirt rather than go to a gig which could be dangerous um for it would be a very different story if their livelihoods depended on it these are successful artists they they still masquerade as rebels but they are really johnson's quote bitches end quote so yeah i just think it was a good like a good kind of it identified something that i think i'd been 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 seeing a little bit which is how there is that contradiction in some kind of political music around like you're anti-Tory, but there's a Tory message which is being which is being amplified here. So, what did you guys make of it? It's brilliant, and I think we um, have clearly overlooked the significant contribution of Conwo to um, 
the debates that we're interested in at the moment. So no, it's, I mean, it, you know, joking aside, I mean, it's a great piece and it's bang on, I think about the, just the facile character of the oppositionism of these kind of uh, the kind of the cultural left, I suppose. It's a shame, you know, the sleeve, I mean, I don't know about Mead Raffle. Um, he also talks about the Sleaford mods doing the same kind of thing with all of their kind of um, anti-Tory posturing and then um, their inability to think independently when um, a major national question is posed, except to kind of slavishly parrot the line kind of uh, propagated by central government. Um, and I suppose it may, I mean, it, it it went a bit further as well because it was suggesting the way in which they've kind of um, they're compromising. They're not only kind of effectively um, aligning with government and state power, but they're also compromising their own art in the sense that they're um, the idea that their art can be um, or their music can be effectively conveyed in the context of live streaming and that they've adapted to it so kind of effectively and smoothly and that they see it as something which is um, uh, kind of uh, now pro-social in a way because it's helping to reinforce the lockdown and save the NHS by staying home and listening to us. I mean, they, you know, they basically, they cut their own legs out from under them. And I thought that point was made well. I mean, I think it's interesting because even if you, you know, thought that lockdown was a good policy, um, that you would still have a more oppositional edge to what you were doing, you know, in, in being, you know, quote unquote punk, even if you're not a punk band specifically, um, have a sort of punk attitude, which would seek to challenge the government on, on whatever grounds it might be. Um, and it's, yeah, I think it's interesting that it doesn't really do that other than saying we're anti-Tory, but yeah, as you say, repeating the Tory messaging. And it's funny because that, I mean, I hate that anti-Tory stuff, not because I think you should be nicer to the Tories, but just because it seems so outdated and it's a relic of the 1980s and early 90s. And I thought it had gone away because with the Tory party's kind of softening and kind of changing its logo to a kind of a green tree and under David Cameron and becoming much more of a kind of social liberal party, um, and also then being out of government for a long time, and then being in coalition with the Lib Dems, it would have kind of softened the the sort of anti-Toryism. And now the fact that they're back in government, um, I think has maybe given new wind to sort of being, you know, anti-Tory, especially as the Tories seem unvanquishable and kind of with, with labor being unable to get a foothold in, um, that it's given you wind to something which has a completely no substance because it's not as if the Labour Party is out there taking a stand, for example, against lockdown or any kind of substantial opposition to um to to the government and its policies. So, you know, what what yeah. does anti-Toryism say? No, I think it unfortunately anybody who's too anti-Tory is a I think is a bit suspicious because you need to leave some anti left over to be anti-Labour. You yeah. be equally uh anti both of the two of them, just two two sad bourgeois parties. 